0: Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord,
1: my strength and my Redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips,
2: and our mouth shall show
1: forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
2: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together, Psalm 95 on page 459. and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
0: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 136 on page 511.
1: O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is gracious, and his mercy endureth forever.
2: O give thanks unto the God of all gods, for his mercy endureth forever.
1: O thank the Lord of all lords, for his mercy endureth forever.
2: Who only doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever.
1: Who by his excellent wisdom made the heavens, for his mercy endureth forever.
2: Who laid out the earth above the waters, for his mercy endureth forever. Who hath
1: made great lights, for his mercy endureth forever.
2: The sun to rule the day, for
1: his mercy endureth forever. The moon and the stars to govern the night, for his mercy endureth forever.
2: Who smote Egypt with their firstborn, for his mercy endureth forever.
1: And brought out Israel from among them, for his mercy endureth forever. WITH A MIGHTY
2: HAND AND STRETCHED OUT ARM, FOR HIS MERCY ENDURETH FOREVER. WHO DIVIDED
1: THE RED SEA IN TWO PARTS, FOR HIS MERCY ENDURETH FOREVER.
2: AND MADE ISRAEL TO GO THROUGH THE MIDST OF IT, FOR HIS MERCY ENDURETH FOREVER.
1: BUT AS FOR PHARAOH AND HIS HOSTS, HE OVERTHREW THEM IN THE RED SEA, FOR HIS MERCY ENDURETH FOREVER.
2: WHO LED HIS PEOPLE THROUGH THE WILDERNESS, FOR HIS
1: MERCY ENDURETH FOREVER. Who smote great kings, for his mercy endureth forever.
2: Yea, and slew mighty kings, for his mercy endureth
1: forever. Zihon king of the Amorites, for his mercy endureth forever.
2: And Og, the king of Bashan, for his mercy endureth forever.
1: And gave away their land for an heritage, for his mercy endureth forever.
0: Even for an heritage unto Israel his servant, for his mercy endureth forever. for his mercy endureth forever. And hath delivered us from our enemies,
2: for his mercy endureth forever. Who giveth food to all flesh, for his mercy
1: endureth forever.
2: O give thanks unto the God of heaven, for his mercy endureth forever.
1: O give thanks to the
0: Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son,
3: and to the Holy Ghost.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be,
0: world without end. Amen. Amen.
3: Here beginneth the twelfth verse of the second chapter of the Book of the Prophet Joel. Now therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. So rend your heart and not your garments, return to the Lord your God, For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Who knows if he will turn and relent, and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God? Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders. Gather the children children and nursing babes. Let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room. Let the priests who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar. Let them say, Spare your people, O Lord, and do not give your heritage to reproach that the nation should rule over them. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord will be zealous for his land, and pity his people. The Lord will answer and say to his people, Behold, I will send you grain and new wine and oil, and you will be satisfied by them. I will no longer make you a reproach among the nations.
0: Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers,
1: praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praise and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall
0: be, world without end. Amen. Here we get the second chapter of the second epistle of Peter. But there were also false prophets
4: among the people. Even as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring destructive heresies, even denying the Lord who bought them, and bring on themselves swift destruction. And many will follow their destructive ways, because of whom the way of truth will be blasphemed. By covetousness they will exploit you with deceptive words. For a long time their judgment, has not been idle and their destruction does not slumber for did not spare the angels who sinned but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment and did not spare the ancient world but saved noah one of eight people a preacher of righteousness bringing in the flood on the world of the ungodly
5: and turning cities of Sodom
4: and Gomorrah into ashes, condemning them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly, and delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked. For that righteous man, dwelling among them, tormented his righteous soul from day to day, seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Then the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment, and especially those who walk according to the flesh in the lust
0: of uncleanness and despise authority. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14.
1: for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
2: and take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
1: Stir up, we beseech thee, O Lord, the wills of thy faithful people, that they, plenteously bringing forth the fruit of good works, may by thee be plenteously rewarded, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defendest thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies,
0: Good morning to all. We
5: continue our reading with Joel, where we move from the proclamation of the destruction that's coming on the people uh, to, to a call to turn and repent. And what's remarkable about Joel as a prophet uh, versus other prophets, where often the prophet calls the nation to repent, and they don't really do it. Um, you know, Jeremiah, for example, we read during Lent is a continual sort of dirge of of Jeremiah saying, you should do this, and the people don't do it. But in Joel, there's a call to repent that is, in fact, followed. And so he, in today's um, lesson, we get that god's saying turn to me with all your heart fasting weeping mourning and there's an urgency to it so that everybody should drop what they're doing and participate in the fast and there's images here um you know of of maybe the most pointed one the bridegroom and the bride uh the, the bridegroom go out of his chamber that's the bed chamber where the marriage is going to be consummated and the bride is in her dressing room, getting ready. Stop that. come right now to repent. This is urgent, and this kind of highlights the upcoming message of advent that we should stop we should change what we need to change now <clears throat> kind of calls to mind the idea of the the parable of the suppers, where people are called to the feast and they make excuses and Of course, one of the excuses was well I've married a wife, and I can't come." And Joel would say, no, stop, stop the marriage, come, repent now, it's that, it's that urgent. Um, but the interesting thing, at the end, we get a, a, um, we'll get more of it in the days ahead. But um, in verse 18, the Lord will be zealous for his land, who will pity his people. The Lord will answer and say to his people, behold, I will send you grain and new wine and oil. <clears throat> so there's going to be a renewal. And what's interesting also about Joel as they move on, that the larger scope of Joel is a prophecy of Pentecost. And so um, where there is a repentance of a remnant of the people who inaugurate the new covenant. So there's themes there. But the idea that, that the overarching theme here is that basic biblical message that there is a judgment coming on unfaithfulness and unrighteousness, those who do not do what God has called people to do. We're safe from that by repentance. And if we repent and put our faith, God comes to us and God wants to save us. God wants to enter into a relationship with us and bless us. But we can't um, do that if we're preoccupied with idols and distractions that draw us away from him. And the lesson from Peter sort of complements it, although the image in Peter is of a community that's, that's living in the faith, and its threat is false prophets who want to draw it away from the faith. And then the message of the false prophets seems to be somewhat consistently uh, denying the incarnation of Jesus, that God has really become man. And as a result of this, denying that um, that we're called to follow Christ in the body. And so therefore, this was the most ancient kind of heresy, a, a sort of what we call a Gnostic heresy, producing to sal- salvation some idea of knowing generally about God, a, a, a mental Gnostic knowledge that didn't have an embodied requirement to live it out in the in the um, living of our lives, to live faithfully. Uh, and so the examples he gives... Of the angels uh, mentioned there, who, who sinned, are probably the angels of of Genesis, early Genesis, where the sons of God saw the daughters of women. The 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 mythology there seems to be that these angelic beings didn't keep their proper boundary, but lusting after earthly women, human women, came down, and therefore for this transgression of their boundary, they they will be they will suffer a, an eternal punishment, and this is the the message of Peter is that it, it matters when God says, this is how we order it. It also makes the point, too, with that boundary idea that all morality is communal in nature and and gets caught up in the idea of keeping the proper boundaries in relationship to each other, which allows us to love properly. And if I go beyond the boundary of the of the commandment because I want something... I, I will invariably hurt somebody else who is supposed to be protected by that boundary. And and that's that's the, the, the sort of judgment that comes. So we don't listen to false prophets who say it doesn't really matter what you do and you just believe you're saved and, and behavior doesn't matter because the examples of scripture are that behavior does matter. And, and when people willfully transgress what God says to do, there is a consequence for it. So we we remember that when we drift away, we, we this repentance and, and renewal of the faith draws us back, so the blessing of God comes to us. And when we're in the faith, we want to beware of being called away from it by false prophets who who teach things that are attractive but but lead to lead to judgment and not to salvation. So, a few thoughts about today's lessons. We
0: we'll continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the
1: bottom of page 18. O God, creator and preserver of all mankind, we hope to beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or
0: distressed in mind, body, or estate.
1: and by walking before Thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with Thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Wednesday.
0: Thank you, Deacon John. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Bye, kiddos. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you. Have a good Wednesday.